0: Hey freaks Timothy James Henson, back here with you to introduce a best of show for your Friday. The good news is I'm not sick or anything, and I will be doing a brand new episode of DV a little bit later today. I'm just running behind. So I thought I'd post an old, crusty, moldy episode of Distorted View to hold you over. I'm just giving you a little something to listen to on your morning commute, and then you can come back later today uh, for brand new DV. And, oh, we've got so much to talk about. Pat Robertson is dead. I got to do a tribute uh, to him, right? There. That's a little teaser. Stuff to look forward to. Uh, The best of show I have for you today is from 2014. It's a good one. I'm pretty sure there's some Pat Robertson audio in there as well, so... We're really honoring the man today. Anyway, sit back, enjoy, and I will see you back a little bit later for a brand new episode of Distorted View.
1: Now we're one. Where is your emergency? Hi, I need to please speak with a sheriff that can help me with a family member that's um, very, very ill. They just got out of a mental facility. For the drugs, but he's going crazy, he's on a bike, he's not wearing a shirt, he thinks he's part of the CIA, he thinks they're trying to kill him, and he had two paperwork in his backpack
2: that he was a CIA agent, and he was supposed to assassinate Obama. Well, I just heard voices in my head to find Obama. Sorry, as motherfucker, got nothing on me. And shoot him dead with his brains wide open. I'm working for the CIA. I've got the documents. I'll show you everything with files wide open.
3: I've got all the uh, documents, evidence that we need
2: with files wide open. I happen to have the official U.S. government documents.
4: Yes, this is uh, Scott,
1: going on a few days now. Uh, Yeah, call me immediately in case it's urgent. It's involving uh, national security. I've uncovered that the core of ISIS is within my own family. Well, I've got terrorists. I have all this documented.
2: in my family. I happen to have all the documents. They think I'm crazy. It sounds crazy. It's true. Allegedly, with files wide old I've got the documents from the CIA Someone's trying to kill me With files wide open Now everything has changed I'll show you files I'll show you everything with files wide or brand. I've reached out to the Secret Service I've reached out to the FBI With, With files brand. wide or brand. Without sounding, you know, paranoid I mean, clearly you could assume that And I've got no money I'm in a holiday yeah. If I'm in your dead pool I think you just might win With files wide or round I was eating beans for dinner, I was sleeping in my van, down by the river, with files wide open, now everything has changed, I'll show you files, I'll show you everything, with files
1: line all around Who is trying to hurt you? I I don't know, okay? You don't know? I've been running for about six or seven weeks, trying to keep them away from my family. Okay? But you don't know who this is? Somebody told me that there's already reports that I've been killed. Okay? That's already on the internet. I don't know if it's true or not, but I'm not dead. I'm alive. <laughs>
0: It's Monday, December 29th, 2014. Coming up on the program today, what happens when you try teaching dolphins English? Answer, not much. Plus, Pat Robertson wants old people to die. Gay Mormon men and the wives that are totally cool with it. And cock-blocking polymers. All this plus your voicemails today on TV. You know the
1: vacuum cleaner, man. You've seen kids. And it's hard to be when you cannot breathe. Word for Virtual It's your
3: Just got a work over here. Einstein was a faggot. Yeah. Now
0: we've lost the nuts. Alright, let's do this. Hey Freaks to mention with you, back for the Monday podcast. We're starting a new week of programs after we were off for almost a week for the holidays. Hope you all had a great Christmas vacation. My Christmas was uh, everything I thought it was going to be. I'm wearing my new hoodie I got. That was my present. My mom also got me underwear, which I always think it's weird when parents buy you underwear. I mean, I don't think my mom was sitting there pondering my cock and balls for a long period of time. But, you know, even for a a split second, you know, when you're shopping for underwear, you got to think about it, right? Oh, I bet you he'd look nice in those because they're like colored underwear, like orange and blue and stuff. Fashion underwear, not just like tiny whiteies. I could almost give her a pass if she just got me a pair of Hanes or something. But these are like jockeys with, like, the puffed-out pouch, you know? Oh, that'll really make his cock look bigger. I think that's what my mom was, you know, going for. So I appreciate it. Thanks, Mom. Need all the help I can get. I mean, she knows what's going on downstairs. She gave birth to me. Just weird to think about my mom shopping for for stuff that... My dick will be touching. Yeah, my mom got my name in the Secret Santa, which is also bullshit, because I feel like parents should have to buy their kids gifts regardless. You know what I mean? And everything that I was bitching about here on Distorted View about um, my family's Christmas celebration uh, totally came true with uh, reg- in regards to the gifts. So uh, there I am with my one dopey-ass gift from my mom. Meanwhile, my mom has a stack of shit. Even though the whole family is doing the secret Santa thing, the gift exchange, where you're only supposed to give one gift. But th- so, you know, someone got my mom's name, and then my sister ended up getting my mom some presents, and then my aunt got her a present, you know, for being a great sister or some bullshit. And then my cousins got my sister something in addition to her stupid Santa thing for being the godmother. I'm nothing to nobody. I'm just the jackass who drives three hours up to visit his family. You'd think uh, I'd get a little something extra. I'm inconvenienced more than anyone else in that family. Everyone lives in Ashtabula. They've got like a two minute drive. I'm three hours to get a fucking hoodie. (laughs) All right, no, it was actually fine. It was, you know, a typical Henson holiday. Everyone's drunk. Fights broke out <laughs> Fight broke out between my aunt and my mom About cookies Who was supposed to bring cookies over Who's You know Because they bake cookies together And they are supposed to split them up And then my sister is telling me about how she Fucking got her period out of Browns game <laughs> <laughs> I, where, I don't know where the hell that came from But it's not a Henson get together Without an embarrassing story Either my aunt shitting herself Or my sister's you know Bleeding out of the cunt at a sporting event. Uh, yeah, she like totally, she like, she like didn't know she had her period. So the blood was like seeping through to her like pants on the outside. And no one told her about it until she went to the bathroom and discovered it herself. And then when she got back, she was like, oh my God, I started my period. And her husband was like, yeah, I saw that. I didn't want to embarrass you. But so then at, at the end of the event, at the end of the game, my my uh, sister's husband had to like walk behind her s- close to her so it looked like he was trying to like grind his dick up against her ass or something so no one would see the, the blood stain. Uh, so that's that's a henson holiday for you there's very little jesus there's no christ in christmas in the henson household a lot of pussy blood we keep the pussy blood in christmas all right so that was my holiday hey by the way how great was that opening that was like a little Christmas present from Corey over there at the Bud Fudge Sunday. He came up with that song about Scott Stapp, the lead singer of Creed, who has gone completely crazy. We've talked about it a few times here on DV, and now Corey has uh, sung about it. So that was awesome. Great work, as always. I do have some new audio I wanted to share with you. You know, TLC, the television network, has been quite the punching bag for me recently. I think their programming is ridiculous. It's all garbage. There's absolutely no learning to be had watching this channel. Um, It's spiral downward continues. Spiraling like when you flush a toilet, uh, which is great. I love that they're doubling down on stupidity. 2015 is shaping up to be a great year for TLC, if this newest program is any indication. Uh, TLC is about to debut a new show about Mormons, specifically Mormon men married to women who are gay. Gay Mormon men married to women. What? It's true! And it's very dumb. All right. So, yes, these guys are married to women. They're totally honest with these broads saying, look, I love you, honey. I'm attracted to you. That's the part where they're lying. I'm attracted to you, but only you. Otherwise, I'm pretty much exclusively attracted to men. It's something we're going to have to work through, I think. We do love each other very much. We're best friends. I wouldn't change anything about it. There's no marriage. You wouldn't change anything anything about him rack your brains and you couldn't come up with one thing about him you would like to change how about the part where he wants to suck dick so badly he wants cock in his ass every time you and him fuck he's thinking about taking a dick in his butthole not fucking you in the pussy not fucking you right in the pussy he wants to be fucked right in the dirty pussy right in the shit sleeve that's what he wants to do. De- I don't even know. Shit sleeve is a euphemism for butt, but it's a new one I just came up with. Shit sleeve. Right, so that's that's what he wants desperately. When he's horny, he's thinking about men. That should be the part you want to change about him. All right, let's let's rewind this here. Your best friends.
3: I wouldn't change anything about him.
0: There's no marriage that is perfect. Ours isn't. But with our faith in God, we believe we can overcome anything. This is how it's all going to go down for these men. They're either going to blow their fucking brains out because as much as they try, they just can't pray the gay away. Or two, they're going to infect their wives with gonorrhea, chlamydia, all sorts of nasty things these dudes are picking up from the rest stop because they're getting nailed bareback and taking load after load of trucker cum while they're leaning over a urinal. And their wives are so stupid, they're so naive, they'll believe any story the guy tells them. My, my pussy's burning for some reason. Well, remember when you were at Walmart and you had to take a piss? You must have sat on that toilet. I told you to layer the seat with toilet paper. You must have got gonorrhea that way. Oh, I'm so stupid. Yeah, well, just be more careful next time, honey. I'm so sorry. I hope I didn't give it to you. Yeah, well, you probably did. Now, just to be safe, I better take some antibiotics, too. I'm sorry! You're such a stupid, stupid woman! (laughs) Is there anything I can do to make it up to you? Yeah, uh, next time you blow me, it wouldn't hurt if you played with my asshole a little with your finger. I mean, that's not gay. I mean, it kinda is, because you keep calling me Peter. No, it's not not the name Peter. I'm referring to my dick. I'm telling you to suck my Peter. Peter's the name of our son! Alright, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Let's continue on here. What have we learned so far from this TLC show? My husband's not gay. Uh, their husbands are gay. But, you know, no marriage is perfect. You're going to have hiccups along the road. is just one of those things. And that the, the girl, the woman, wouldn't change anything about her man. Change
3: anything about
0: him. Yeah. There's no marriage that is perfect. Ours isn't. But with our faith in God, we believe we can
2: overcome anything. I like to say I've chosen an alternative to an alternative lifestyle.
0: Yeah. I'm attra- Enjoy your miserable life. Attracted to my wife. That is a lie right there. Hold on. I gotta rewind that so you can hear it. I'm attracted to my wife. For yeah. sure. No, you like your wife. She's probably a good person. She treats you well, but you're not sexually attracted to her. I mean, you probably give her the D once or twice a year, but that's probably just to procreate. It's not extracurricular fucking. And... I'm definitely attracted to men, too.
4: He's a good-looking guy, for sure. Well,
0: I'm interested in men. I'm just not interested in men. That's clear. No, that makes absolutely no sense. You're talking fucking gibberish right now. I'm attracted to men. I'm just not attracted to men. Well, I'm
2: interested in men. I'm just not interested in men.
0: Interested in men, but not interested. That's clear.
3: So are they gay or not? I get a little defensive when somebody calls my husband gay.
0: Truth hurts, bitch. I mean, you just heard the guy say... That's a good looking man. I'm interested in men. (laughs) You know, I get offended when someone says my husband's gay. Your husband wants to bone another dude. He's gay. The whole act is against the teachings of the gospel. I don't think people understand this.
2: You're attracted to men, but you're going on a date with a girl. I want to marry a woman, but I don't know how to work out these feelings. I don't know how to tell you this, but I'm attracted to men.
0: Oh, boy. They're going on a date. The woman should know something is up because, you know, there's a camera crew there. There it is. My husband's not gay. Ladies and gentlemen, we have got to tune into this show. I should be live tweeting this Sunday, January 11th at 10 p.m. Check it out on TLC. I've got another ridiculous uh, religious clip. This one, again, is from our old pal Pat Robertson in the 700 Club. And it's a a snippet from my favorite segment. This is where people write in to Pat and ask him for advice. And then he pretty much, you know, ruins your life with whatever he suggests. This poor poor woman is so misguided. She's like, look, I don't want to pay for health insurance when I don't need to. So I did this. I said, God... God, I'm gonna let you be my doctor. God, you take care of me, right? You fix everything that's wrong with me. And when I'm ready to die, you'll you know you'll just kill me, kill me off. And uh, she's like, "Is that the right thing to do?" My family says I should see a doctor. Guess what Pat says. The wrong thing. That's what Pat says.
1: 76 years old. Several years ago, I made a covenant with God. I asked him to be my physician. I said, I trust you, Lord, for all my physical needs, whether I'm sick or healthy, healed or afflicted. I will never cease to praise you, and when my life is ended, I pray you'll receive me into your holy kingdom. The problem is, every time I'm. That's
0: not the problem. The problem is the fucking family. The fucking family who's looking out for her well-being.
1: Every time I'm sick, my family pressures me to see a doctor. Was I foolish for making such a commitment? I know my loved ones are only concerned with my welfare. How can I make them understand?
0: Well, well now, you're not foolish. You you told God, You told God that you wanted him to take care of you, and he'll take care of you. As long as you continue to give tithings to me. That that way God knows you're serious. You know. There's he's laughing. (laughs) You know you know, I've never heard anything so stupid.
4: All right. You know, there's some people that think that doctors are God. Oh, God. And they really aren't. And you've asked God to be your physician, so stick with it. And say Lord Stick with it. (laughs) What could possibly go wrong? I mean, don't get me wrong,
0: God is great and all, but he doesn't make house calls, right? He's pretty much there up in heaven, golfing, or whatever other doctors do. But he doesn't even have office visits. It's pretty much just like, uh, it's like a one-way conversation. It's like you call your physician up on the phone and say, Hey, I I think I have the cancer. What should I do? Doctor? Doctor, what should I do? The doctor's not responding on the other line Doctor! I'm telling you I think I have cancer I'm bleeding shit And I've got a big growth in my stomach And it hurts And I can't breathe And I'm tired and I'm losing weight And my stomach is distended Something's up What should I do, God? Doctor God? Doctor God! And then, okay, well I'll hang up You heard heard my problem Fix it Bye. And then you just wait, and then oh well, let's see, let's see what happens. I mean, God knows I've got this issue. It might be cancer. He's given me a prescription for prayer. That's about it.
4: So I'll just continue praying, pray the tumor away. I'm, I'm asking you for it. Uh, I, I see nothing wrong with taking <laughs> medicine. I'm all for doctors. I, I'm so grateful for the incredible medicine and the. Technology we have available to us. It's absolutely extraordinary. Now,
0: you're giving conflicting uh, opinions here. You're saying, you know, there's nothing wrong with what she's doing. Yeah, you made God your doctor. Good for you. But then he's saying, well, you know, medicine is pretty great too because, you know, it fixes things, problems. Like, you know, and surgery is wonderful and all this uh, MRI and CAT scan, all this technology. You're praising it because it works. So why not? use both options if you want to pray to god that's great why not pray to god that that the medicine that the doctor prescribes for you works there's a prayer that
4: would be a little more helpful and i don't want to diminish that one bit but you have made a commitment to the lord stick with it don't let your family influence you do what you feel like doing oh my god i mean you're not a kid i mean if you were Six years old—that'd be a different matter because right. your parents would be responsible for you. But you're in their 70s, and so live your life. God bless you.
0: Fortunately the woman didn't get to hear Pat's response on the television because she's already dead. She died of the fucking flu. She wouldn't take a flu shot. Wouldn't go to the do- Wouldn't go to the goddamn CVS or Walgreens to get her yearly flu shot because she thought she didn't need to. She could just stay at home. Open her mouth and let God spit into it. Spit his miracle flu cure. The main ingredient, I think, is uh, ground-up angel wings. And, of course, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. It's always, always with the myrrh. I blame the wise men. All right, uh, so there you go. That's what's happening on the 700 Club. And finally, before we get into the news today... Are you guys familiar with the work of John C. Lilly? Probably not. He was an American physician, neuroscientist, psychoanalyst, psychonaut, philosopher, writer, and inventor. He was a real smarty pants. And one of the things he was researching was how to communicate with dolphins. He was actually trying to teach dolphins English. And I have a recording here of him speaking to one of these dolphins who are in an iso- uh, isolation chamber. <laughs> He's in the ISO zone, if you remember my <laughs> dumb kids show from a while back. We were talking about. Uh, so here he is trying to teach the dolphin how to speak English. It doesn't go well, not because the dolphins are stupid. The, you know, the dolphins have their own language, and they're probably like, you know, why would I want to say good boy when I can go like this? and convey, like, 10,000 thoughts at once. Their language is probably way more advanced than ours. Superior. All right, take a listen. See,
1: good boy. Good boy. Come on, Peter. Say good Ow. boy. Ah.
0: All right, now that, I'm pretty sure, is a cat. I think this person is just jabbing a cat with a stick to get it angry. All right, I don't know if this is John C. Lilly. Maybe he has a really feminine voice, or maybe this is one of John C. Lilly's workers. Doesn't matter.
1: English, Peter. pronouns Say. Margaret. Come on. Mar- no, listen, Margaret. I think that's
0: Margaret just farting. You know, sometimes women will have those farts that sound like duck quacks.
1: Mar- no, listen, Margaret. Not very good.
0: All right. Well, this is not going very well. I have no idea why an album was produced with this shit on it.
1: Hey, hello.
0: The dolphin doesn't want to say hello. This is useless audio. The dolphins making a mockery of your work.
3: <laughs> better.
0: Really?
1: Hey, hello, Margaret. Hey. Ah. Hello, Margaret.
0: Ah. No? Was, I could almost see that the dolphin was actually trying to say that. Aye. But it's a, you know, it's a dolphin. That's the best we could ever hope, you know, coming out of a dolphin's stupid beak mouth.
1: Aye.
0: You know, <laughs> you know, you got those
1: hey. the, those Hello,
0: Good boy. Uh, I'm, I'm getting a cat. I think, that, I think this poor woman threw a cat in the water.
1: We are going to
0: speak. And it's agitated.
1: English, yes, Peter. humanoid. Humanoid.
0: Sounds a lot like Hello, Margaret, doesn't it? Thomas, <laughs> not getting any of the, any of this. No,
1: not right.
0: Why don't we start with sounds first? You know, before we get to words, we go ah, like that would be progress. Like making the sounds that make up the words. Cha, you know, like a C C-H. eight. Cha, yeah. Good, not so long though. Yeah! Yeah! Okay! Okay, uh, ch-ay! A- yeah. No. <laughs> Nge! Yeah. Okay, that's pretty good. Put it all together. We're trying to say change. Alright? Nge! Yeah. Oh my god! We made a huge breakthrough! Now, if a dolphin ever finds itself with, like, a five dollar bill at a 7-eleven, it can ask for quarters. Well, welcome to 7-eleven, how can I help you? Change. Oh, yeah, okay, I can break that for you! And there. We've just, you know, we've successfully integrated another species... ...into our, uh, world. Our culture. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, this is so stupid. say ball. Yeah. No? <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna say something that short, like ball, you gotta have the beginning part right. <laughs> you just can't go, Meh. like, you know, cause it kind of sounds like ball because it's so short, but you gotta get that first part. Ball. Ball. It sounds like the dolphin's just fucking with this woman. Like the dolphin could probably say "ball" if it wanted to. Ball. Say "ball." Yeah, yeah. Sounds nothing like "ball." Okay.
1: Hello. No. Uh-huh. Hello.
0: This woman's entire career was a waste of time. Like, her life was for nothing.
1: Peter, I don't mean to bore you, but you say it right. Then we'll go on. Hmm? You didn't say it right. And
0: listen. Do you know why it didn't say it right? It's a dolphin. It doesn't speak English, you stupid bitch. Hello? Ah! I think she's been in that isolation chamber for a little too long. You know, like, she thinks in her mind she can't realize that the dolphin's not learning anything. But to her, it sounds like, oh, we're making progress. Pretty good. See, that wasn't good.
1: Pretty good. Look,
0: Even when she doesn't ask the dolphin to talk, it's speaking and it's saying pretty much the same shit. It does when she tells it to say words. Say,
1: Margaret? Uh-uh. No. Wrong. Margaret? Peter! That's noise. That's very rude, Peter.
0: All right, so there you go. That was our big attempt trying to um, teach English to dolphins. Yeah, well, that worked out. All right, in with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre, twisted-up, fucked-up news. yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God, Peter! Good job! Not a member of the Distorted View Sideshow. Sign up right now. Let's make 2015 awesome. It is the year of the freak, after all, according to the Chinese Zodiac. Sign up right now, get access to the entire archive of programs, plus every week we do extended shows, exclusive programs, even videocasts. Superfreaksideshow.com. Uh, normally the price is $6.99 or $66.99 a year for a uh, yearly membership. But uh, until the end of the year, we've got special pricing, end-of-the-year pricing, Holiday pricing, whatever you want to call it. Uh, $6 for a monthly, $60 for a yearly. Now is the time to sign up. If you are not a member, superfreaksideshow.com. Tomorrow we have an extended show for you on deck planned. Sometimes I, instead of doing an extended show, I'll do a, you know a weekend program or something. But as of right now, I'm planning on doing an extended show. Three quick stories, then we'll get the hell out of here. First up. This one comes from China. Shoppers were covered in poop after an overfilled septic tanker exploded all over a busy Chinese street. Stunned shoppers were showered with sewage when an overfilled septic tanker blew. The passersby sought medical attention after having their faces covered in foul-smelling brown sludge and... Chi China And the owner of the shop was even less fortunate He complained it would take a week to clean up After almost every item on sale Was coated in thick hazardous slurry Don't throw that away Use that for cooking oil That's called gutter oil And it's delicious It makes chicken so tender And juicy Yeah gutter oil is a real thing we talked about it I think earlier this year on TV Let me just refresh your memory
5: It's all in a day's work for this woman She opens up a manhole cover and scoops out as much slop as she can, delighted by what she finds. What others might view as revolting, that's a good haul, she sees as a bonanza. She works in the streets of the southern Chinese city of Shenzhen.
0: I'm pretty sure that's where all of your consumer electronics are made, like your Samsung
5: phones, your uh, iPhones. A foot soldier in China's so called gutter oil industry
0: could come up with a better name. They're being very literal, and it might turn some people off. Oh, this was cooked in gutter oil? That sounds disgusting. Call it something fu- call it yum-yum oil.
5: Be as vague as possible. Oh yeah, this is so good, cooked in yum-yum oil. After more than ten years in the business... Make chicken so good! She says she's made enough money to build a house for her family back in her home village a thousand miles to the north.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, you're not really making anything. You're just scooping out shit and selling it to dumb folks. You guys remember this, right? I don't have to play the the whole thing.
5: Her slop eventually winds up in a processing plant like this one.
0: Her sloppy pussy ends up in a processing plant. I love that it ends up in a processing
5: plant. What can they possibly do to this? Where it's combined with other animal fat refuse to create recycled cooking oil. It's combined with other shit literal shit. Workers put the oil in barrels for delivery to restaurants and hotels. Uh, How can you eat this? If you eat it, it can kill you.
0: That's a worker. That's someone who um, processes the gutter oil. The biggest takeaway from this video is that if you ever find yourself in China, maybe on business or just vacationing, don't eat anything from a street vendor.
5: Chinese experts estimate that one-tenth of China's cooking oil is gutter oil, which has been found to contain carcinogens and other toxins harmful to humans. Most of it winds up in -in hole-in-the-wall restaurants and among street food vendors. Stick with
0: big chains. You know, find the the Olive Garden in China. You're going to want to stay with that. Alright, so there you go. That's gutter oil. Doesn't really have anything to do with this new story, aside from shit. Shit is the link. Uh, eyewitness Dong Tang told a local television station, I noticed some people gathered in the street and I thought there had been a car accident. I wasn't really paying attention, but then the smell hit me. It was disgusting. Although it vaguely smelled like this hole-in-the-wall restaurant I go to, they cook this delicious chicken. But it's, it smells a little weird. All right. Then I realized a tank filled with some disgusting brown liquid. Use your noodle. You can figure out what that liquid is. Had exploded, scattering it all over the street. And the people who were shopping or walking past it at one of the shops, just about every item on display was covered in brown liquid. The shopkeeper was highly agitated. He complained that that's why you have insurance. Do they have insurance in China? He complained that everything was ruined and said he needed to shut the business down for a week to clean up the mess. Any hope of compensation looks futile, however, because the firm which made the truck has blamed the firm which operated it and vice versa. A spokesman for the company that handles the collection and storage of the waste in the southwestern city said the incident was caused by a technical fault with the vehicle. The company said those affected should seek compensation from the vehicle manufacturer. The manufacturer, meanwhile, told local media that explosions typically result from poor maintenance and failure to follow the proper operating instructions. Well, police said the contents of the truck had mainly been from local sewers. It also emptied septic tanks from public toilets from time to time. Spokesman Kai Chin said no one suffered physical harm, but many of those covered sought medical attention for fear that the chemicals used in the cleaning process, or indeed diseases from the sludge, Could cause harm to those affected by the blast. So, uh, there you go. Moving right along. Male birth control. It's real. It's happening. I didn't know men could get pregnant. Vassal gel. A reversible non-hormonal polymer that blocks the vas deferens is about to, I'm sorry, vas deferens, is about to enter human trials. Uh, This reversible form of male birth control just took one step closer to your penis hole. Yeah, I've got limited intelligence. That's what I think this thing is. It just goes over your dick hole. Prevents the cum from coming. There's like a strainer on your dick hole. So the pee can get out. But anything uh, thicker than peas is, is not, you know, blocked eh? That's smart According to a press release from the Parsemis Foundation A not-for-profit organization focused on developing low-cost medical approaches Vassal gel is proving effective in a baboon study Three lucky male baboons were injected with Vassal gel And given unrestricted sexual access to 10 to 15 female baboons each They had a harem The monkey sex fest over there! Despite the fact they've been monkeying around for six months now, no female baboons have been impregnated with the success of this animal study and new funding from the David and Lucille Packard Foundation. That sounds like something you would hear on NPR. You know, at the top of the show or end, I don't remember when they do it, but it's like, uh, you know, Funding for this American life is brought to you by the David and Lucille Packard Foundation. Investing in a come-free society. Alright, this foundation is planning to start human trials for vassal gel next year. According to their FAQ page, they hope to see it on the market by 2017 for, in their words, less than the cost of a flat-screen television. That seems like a lot of money for a, for one injection. How does vassal gel work? Well, it's essentially a reimagining of a medical technology called uh, RUSUG, a Reversible Inhibition of Sperm Under Guidance. Rather than painful snipping, a vasigel procedure involves the injection of a polymer contraceptive directly into the vas deferens. The polymer will then block any sperm that attempts to pass through the tube. At any point, however, the polymer can be flushed out with a second injection. Because that's what you, you know, that seems safe. Fucking injecting polymers into that area. You know, like, synthetic rubber is a polymer. I think Formica is a polymer. You're basically injecting a laminate table <laughs> or countertop into your groin. I looked up po- like a list of polymers and maybe I'm a complete retard here and maybe there's like, you know, polymers in the in the biological s- s- sense that I don't know about, but you know, according to this list of polymers, shellac is one. Yeah, we're going to shellac your vas give it a nice sheen amber wool silk and natural rubber then synthetic polymers include uh, synthetic rubber resin neoprene nylon you know it just goes on and on from there the uh, the idea here is that the polymer will block any sperm that attempts to pass through at any point though the polymer can be flushed out with a second injection the question is, though, will men want to use this? A, it depends where you're injecting, right? If you're going through the dick hole, chances are no. I, don't, I mean, I don't know if this is, like, something that you can just, you know, have a shot in the arm and then it travels down to where it needs to go, or if it needs to really just be injected right into the area. But if it's if it's going to hurt, guys are going to say no and make women go through the process of getting their tubes tied. Or staying on the pill or whatever. But, guys, you should really consider this. You know, if it doesn't hurt too much, this would be great. You can fuck all you want, not worry about having children. Even if you get married, you don't have to worry about kids. Your wife's going to be nagging you uh, for a child. You'll say, yes, honey, let's try. You'll get lots of sex and still no kids. And I think doctors recommend, you know, before you see a fertility doctor, you try for a year or two because you know, it takes you know sometimes it takes time to conceive just how things go so you really buy yourself some time with this procedure. Elaine Listener of the Parsemis Foundation pitches the product to a, quote, 20-something or 30-something man out on the dating market who's worried about the effectiveness of the pill, given how many women forget to take pills during any given cycle, stupid forgetful broads. You've got one job, lady. Like, during sex, you just have to lay there and let a man enter you. Just remember to take a pill. That's the one thing you really need to do. This pitch, too, is a plea for help. The Parsemmas Foundation has to rely on donations and crowdfunding. I smell Kickstarter campaign. And It smells like vas deferens Alright, in other words, the medical industry's Investment in the multi-billion dollar Female birth control industry might Block men's access to male birth Control just as effectively as vasal gel would block their sperm But a contraceptive polymer like gel would be a major medical innovation For more than just the man about town Looking to copulate without consequence In fact, male birth control could Be the next major medical advancement In women's health you know, They can get off the goddamn pill if they want Stop getting their tubes tied. You could also use it as a biological weapon. You know, we're at war with a country. Boom. No no one's having kids anymore. Their whole fucking society is going to crumble. USA, number one. All right, final story we have for you today. This is a short one. A woman here in America has been accused of walking into a police station and throwing sausages, I'm sorry, sausages, and bacon because God told her to, quote, feed the pigs. Lindsay McNamara, 24, appeared in court on Friday after the incident at the Framingham, Framingham, I don't know, police department in Massachusetts, has been charged with disorderly conduct. I hate when the the word ends in ham, like the city, because it's always like You know, in England, it's like, -um Framingham, Framingham, Framingham. But here, it's like, Framingham. But it could also be Framingham. (laughs) I don't know. All right, she's been charged with disorderly conduct. Words are hard and malicious destruction of property. Lieutenant Harry Wareheim of the police said she... It's that damn F word again, the Framingham. Framingham. She walked into the lobby and was carrying a Dunkin' Donuts box and walked up to the window. See? She was enticing the police. Look what I got! (laughs) The Dunkin' Donuts box. When the officer who greeted her asked if he could help, she said, I'm here to feed the pigs. She allegedly proceeded to reach into the donut box before throwing raw bacon and sausage at the police officer and smearing the raw meat onto the window. Ms. McNamara refuted the charges in court. (laughs) Really? You were pretty much caught red handed. There were police officers looking at you as you were throwing the sausage. Also, there are cameras in the police station whatever all right she says uh, i mean i didn't really destruct property i just smeared some grease oh okay good defense the judge ordered a mental evaluation probably a smart move and miss mcnamara will remain in the custody of her parents until her uh next court date on february 9th there you go that my friends is your distorted news for monday let's do a couple of voicemails and get the hell out of here All right, very excited to hear from you guys. It's been so long. I I missed hearing your voice. Hey, faggot. Oh, music to my ears. Timothy Henson. Supposedly media darling. Supposedly. How did you say that? Because that was not the correct way of saying supposedly. 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 This is the... Uh, intellect of an average distorted view listener. Now, I may screw up words like Farmingham, but I sure as hell know how to say supposedly. Supposedly. So, S-U-P-P O-S. Suppose... O F I guess. Suppose of... L-E-E. I'm guessing that's how you would spell that.
2: And, and Supposedly media oh. darling to stars. How do you explain to the tabloids, Access News, the Channel Guide channel, how you had such a terrible 10 year show? I think Howdy Doody did a better show on its 10 years anniversary than you just did.
0: Well, Howdy, uh, Howdy Doody, <laughs> Howdy Doody, is a national treasure. 30 minutes long. Come on. Ten years, motherfucker. I said we're, do- we're going to be doing stuff all year to celebrate this uh, amazing milestone. I told you all about uh, a new uh, sh- podcast we're going to be doing where we look back at uh, every year. Uh, that should be posted <laughs> relatively soon. Um, and, uh, you know, I want to be getting out there in 2015, meeting some of you freaks, uh, you know, doing some video stuff. It's going to be fun. Just uh, calm down, everyone. Oh, hey, Jim. Uh, Sideshow member slash viewer slash user slash listener Popeye Doyle here. Um, I uh, was listening to the recent show about McDonald's, and you had some really good suggestions uh, of things McDonald's could change to increase their profit. But there's one thing, probably the one thing everybody is thinking of that they
2: want McDonald's to change.
0: How about breakfast all day? Uh Yes, I've been saying that for years. I can't believe—I don't understand McDonald's. They have—I don't know if it's because they think, well, look, we've got this precious thing here that's only available from 5.30 in the morning till 10. It's unattainable (laughs) to the normal person for some reason, right? We don't want everyone to have access to it at all times because then it won't be as special. Like, is that their thinking? Or is it like, our workers are so fucking retarded there's no way they're going to be able to figure out how to cook an Egg McMuffin and a, a Quarter Pounder at the same time. It'll, it'll blow their minds. But they, can, they should be able to figure this out! If we can land a man on the moon, we can offer 24 hour a day uh, bacon, egg, and cheese sandwiches! For Christ's sakes, I know! I've been screaming this for years. The one reason most people would ever go to McDonald's is for the breakfast food. Not for the other shit, the Filet-O-Fishes and all the nasty fucking stuff they're selling throughout the day. But the—because the—it's hard to screw up breakfast food. That's why—like, I don't think McDonald's breakfast food is particularly great. It's just better than the other shit they're offering. You know, in comparison, yeah, their breakfast stuff is pretty amazing. Thinking of. You pair that nasty gray burger. That they want McDonald's to change. How about breakfast all day? Yeah, um, I'm so- with you. I don't know why they hold on to this. Oh, my God. You know how I was bitching about uh, Chipotle recently? I'm sorry. uh, Chipotle. How do people say it? uh, Chipotle. Oh, it drives me crazy. Chipotle. All right. uh, I was complaining about how whenever I get the burrito bowl, which is not for me, by the way, because I already told you how I feel about burrito bowls. Man up and get a fucking burrito already. If you're going to get a burrito, don't get a fucking bowl. Whatever. You're not a woman. You don't need a salad. Whatever, so um, uh, the, the burrito bowl, you get some uh, salsas on there, and then immediately, and you, you take the bowl home, the, the bowl is made out of this, like, construction paper or something, like tissue paper. I don't know what the fuck this thing is made out of, but it always seeps through. And then it goes through the bag, and the, and the juices seep through the bag. And so then when you lift it up, when you're getting out of the car to lift it up, everything just falls through the bottom. Well, it happened again, and I posted pictures so you can see it on my Twitter account, where I specifically told Chipotle, uh, we need to have a serious talk about what's going on here. And they they replied. They wanted me to talk to the customer service. They're blowing me off, basically. But, uh, yeah, you can actually see what I'm talking about here. I'm not making this stuff up. Hey, Timmy Boo. It's the Tart Whisperer from Chicago. It's been a while. I took a, I don't know, four-year break from your show. Great. Thank Um, you. Well, I'm glad you're back now. Never leave me again like that. Now I'm driving cross-country
1: 30 hours uh, to Portland, Oregon, to Chicago. And dicks. Really? Um, and
0: I've, See, I've had a friend who lived in both places. He hated Portland with a passion. He liked Chicago much better. i
2: catching up on uh, very much distorted of view. And uh, I will say, you're very regular.
0: The show hasn't really changed very much. The format's the same. Yes. Your beautiful little voice is the same. Thank you. And uh, there's still, you know, training porn and cumfarts. I Look, I promised I made a promise an oath to you. As long as there is distorted view, there will be porn and cum farts. All right? Timmy Boo, I'm I'm a little disappointed. This you've been doing this what like 10, ten years, years. Yes. Now, mm-hmm. And this
2: year all those naked pictures of celebrities came out
0: that the fapping bullshit. Yeah, like Jennifer Lawrence. That, mm-hmm. that thing with Snapchat why don't you have any nude pictures out? Put up some nudes. Come on, I want to see your dick. Oh, no you don't. Gross, nasty dick. It's not gross. <laughs> gross dick. It's just nothing I'm proud of. You know what I mean? Like I'd have to lose 50 or 60 pounds, shave my pubes down completely. <laughs> so, you know, it makes my dick look bigger before I'd even uh, consider <laughs> P- putting my dick pics up. Oh, if only I could... Turn this into a money-making venture. How could I do it? Pay to see Tim's dick. Alright, I'm more it's some that's something I'm working on. Alright, that is all the time we have on this edition. Oh, it's porn. Basically, is what I'm doing. I, I basically want to become a prostitute. Okay. Uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the show. Want you guys to email me, show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you. 206 666
3: 4463 That's 206-660 oh God! Is it all god? <laughs>
0: Spread the distortion. Tell all your friends about the podcast. Don't forget to rate us and review us on iTunes. That's very important. We've been away for a while. We need to get back up there in the in the rankings. So here's what I need you to do. This will be a nice uh, last-minute or late Christmas present. Um, go on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating. Just write a nice little review, maybe about how you want to see my dick. I don't know, uh, and post it. And uh, I would really appreciate that. Let's get us into the top ten <laughs> podcast. It's going to be like Serial is number one. All the podcasts about Serial, then the podcast about the podcasts about Serial, and then maybe Distorted View. That would be great. All right, we will see you back tomorrow for the Tuesday show. Until then, have a great day. Bye. Slatter speak slatter. Well,
5: Wisconsin is up
4: in this bitch. We got uh, Timmy. Timmy Boo. Timmy Boo. Boston is up in here.
1: Please sing rap shout out disordered.com to Timmy Boo. Please sing rap shout out to disorderedu.com. Timmy Boo representing you too. Um, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you want me to
5: say. <laughs> Timmy Boo.
3: What it do? Timmy Blue.